Await no longer. Greatness has arrived. Welcome to the Trophy Room, a podcast made by the players for the players. I am your host, Joseph, a.k.a. Mr. Badbit, and it is here where me and my best friend Kyle talk about the latest, the greatest in all things PlayStation. Of course, you can listen to this show wherever you get your podcasts and on YouTube at the Trophy Room. And if you like what you hear, please drop us a five-star review on iTunes, or if you really, really like us, you could drop us a buck our way over at patreon.com slash P.S. Trophy Room, all one word. So, with all that said, with all that out of the way, the greatest co-host, whoever is, whoever will be, Mr. Kyle Stevenson. How are you, sir? Why is your Why is your beard blue? Uh, I I I don't know. Pandemic, man. I <laughs> you're right. So so <laughs> this is your version of you shaving your head. Exactly. Right. No, uh, I usually people know this already usually yeah. for the summertime for summer camp i dye it a color mm-hmm. um since i didn't go at summer camp i was kind of missing it mm-hmm. and now that you know schools are still kind of closed because of covid around yeah. here for me just get wild work at just get wild let's, let's get a little color let let you know bring some self-confidence in myself in a oh. pandemic not that i'm gonna go out and meet anybody right yeah. now but like you know what hey awesome it's like- color it's calming to me. So yeah. And I, like at this point in 2020, people going to look at you going like, that's the least crazy thing I've seen all year. Right? Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and with us this week, Asa Green River, how are you, sir? I'm, dude, I'm so good. I'm yeah. so happy to be hanging out with you guys. And I have to say, as a, as a quick aside, Kyle, okay. I didn't know you worked at a summer camp. Yeah. I also worked at a summer camp for a long Hell time. Hell yeah. Oh. Nice. And. Summer camp, we know. We know we have the same wavelength. It doesn't matter what state, which camp nope. it was. If you've worked at a camp, you know. That's oh, all yeah. I got to say. Kids suck. <laughs> but I'm good. I'm good. <laughs> Asa, uh, you're from Borderline Entertainment. Before we start the show, and trust me, we actually got some things to talk about, like Insomniac confirming that Ratchet & Clank is a PlayStation 5 game. We're going to be talking about PSVR backwards compatibility issues mm. We're also going to be talking about Demon Souls because Joseph gets a chance to talk Demon Souls. He's gonna, and Call of Duty is gonna take up all your hard drive space. It's just inevitable. But oh before we get gosh. into all of that, usually we talk about what you've been playing. Asa Green River, you're here uh, because I saw your tweet on the Twitterverse, and you're just like, you know, you're a Native American. Um, I am. You know, it's 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 Native American Heritage Month. And like, let's mm-hmm. shout out some, some, you know, folks. And I, it's always such like an under, um, and you know, it's people kind of seem to ignore it, right? Like we, oh, we yeah. get like, like, you know, we had Hispanic Heritage Month and we see the Puerto Rican flag everywhere. But like for Native American folk, like I, I didn't even know that this thing existed. This, this moment existed. So, um, Asa, I brought you on because you make some terrific content. And I'm Thank not. You. I'm, Thank you. I'm not going to sit here and be like, and I've listened to every episode. I've listened to a few <laughs> uh, a few snippets of what you, you got. Fake fan. Uh, such a fake. <laughs> such a fake phony. Got him. You come off so professional. You sound amazing, and the things you have to say sound so eloquent Shh. when you say them. Get so, <laughs> what is Borderline Entertainment for those of whom who haven't known that should know? Oh man, you know I, I know we're we're keeping on a, a tight schedule, but yeah. I would be remiss if um if I didn't talk about some Native American heritage real quick, if, if yeah, I may, if I may. Absolutely. Um, you you hit the nail right on the head, and this is by means no slant to his uh, you know Hispanic Heritage Month or, or Black History Month. 
Yeah, I know because they're all very important. They're all yeah. incredibly important because all people of color, minorities, need to be celebrated because typically they're not. Right. Um, but like you had mentioned with with Native American heritage, most people don't know that's a thing. And mm-hmm. I said it in my Twitter video that um, when it comes to schooling, it's taught like some ancient culture that happened a long, long, long time ago. Right. And when I was younger, it was just a thing that my dad um, beat over my head with to the point at nauseum. Um, but it, it's something that he was very intentional with raising me in, in the Native American culture, going to powwows, knowing the significance of it, um, having a teepee, um, eating traditional Native American food. Like that's a thing. People don't know it. Like there's just I, so much. I just learned. <laughs> yes. Yeah. There, there's literally so much about the culture that people just don't know because mm. it's been so, uh, there's been so much culture appropriation and just, sure. I could go on and on, but this is a video games podcast yeah. and I'm going to talk about BLE board on entertainment. Um, it. but it, so it's just a small outfit. Uh, it's yeah. myself and a few other folks who helped me out. Um, we do a lot of content creation. So streams on twitch.tv slash borderline entertainment. Uh, we've got videos that go up on YouTube whenever I get time. <laughs> that's, that's Same here. That's the battle. YouTube.com slash nothing. Yeah. I don't know what it is because we're almost at a hundred. It's criminal that we're at like yeah. 83 followers. Um, that should, that should be against the, against the law. Let's do this. But, guys. but I'm working on it. Yeah. Um, and then also, uh, podcast stuff. So. There's a handful of podcasts that we have. Game Chat is the flagship show, um, and that is uh, harkens to old school variety shows. So we talk about video games in a variety of formats. Um, Parents at Play podcast, which is a show with me and my wife, um, where we talk about what's it like being a parent but being a nerd. And right now we're talking about Avatar: The Last Airbender. That's awesome. Um, and we got a few other things in the works that I can't talk about now, not because they're like super cool and secret, but they are cool. Um, but mainly because I don't want to put pressure on those things to come out when they're not ready yet. I so I don't want to get people too hyped, but yeah, yeah, we're, we're trying to build something fantastic and that's the content creation side. And then the other like really businessy side is more PR marketing, but you know, we, yeah. we can talk about that's that. That's awesome, dude. I will, yeah. I will shout out if you, since we're a week away from yeah. PlayStation 5 being in some of our homes. Mm. Uh, go check out Asa and Josh Biddick's reaction to the PS- last PS5 gin- ginormous like uh, blowout yeah. stream. Dude. I, I, that was so entertaining and I love Josh and that's why I, I clicked on it and I fell in love with you too, Asa. You guys are amazing. <laughs> so like, Dude, go check you. that one out for sure. Yeah. And yeah. I, I have to say with those, like people who watch them, thank you so much because they are a... Uh, a constant work in progress and usually when i'm recording them my my eight month year old son is sleeping in the next room so yeah. i can't scream like i want to yeah mm-hmm. and so i get that like that whisper <laughs> scream and i'm feeling like, so oh contained God. but you need to know i'm allowed i'm allowed yeah guy. yeah, yeah. Guy. dude i i always like, I'm, I'm always like why do people watch reaction videos and then i find myself watching the reaction videos it's because like you care about those people that are reacting mm-hmm. to the thing. You're yeah. sharing that moment with them, which is always awesome. With that, though, again, everybody, link to all of Ace's content down below. Um, let's get into the show. But before we square up the news, actually, full stop. It's time for the Patreon pitch. Of course, uh, before we continue on to the show, this show is powered by patrons over at patreon.com slash PS Trophy Room. And the thing we always say, the old adage is, if you've ever gotten you through a long car ride, a long day at work, a tough day, whatever the case may be, please, please, please head on over to PS, or sorry, 
patreon.com slash psshowroom. Toss us a buck our way. It's the reason why we're able to sound so awesome, look so amazing. And yeah, thank you all so much. And with that, I'd like to thank our new bronze patrons, Nielsen Chapman and Mick Chillin. I love that one. That was fantastic. Our platinum members at Twerp and Todd Burwitz. Good luck, my man. Uh, our gold members, Chaotic Monkey, Gavin Gottfried, Griffin West, Erica Scherer, Jose Jimenez, and Too Soon. Our silver plus members, Hide Indoors, Pink Orkbot, Marcus O'Neill, Ray Martinez, JB the Purple Monkey, Jadis Fun Metal, Tim Ulf, and the Winter Gamer. God damn it, we activated him. With that, thank you all so much to our patrons. Again, you keep the show going, and it just blows me away with all the support. So thank you all so very much. With that, Kyle, it is time. Oh, wait. Rewind. Before we screw up the news, I know uh, there's a lot of leeway here. There is a little housekeeping about to be a huge a whole blowout of news on Friday. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So just to cover our bases here, this is covering half of the news this week, and then on Friday, you will be getting a special episode of the Trophy Room where we cover whatever is the whole huge embargo. Yeah, it's a lot. It sounds like all I the embargoes theories. are lifting. You have theories? Yeah, I have theories. What's what's the theory? What's the theory? What do you think they're dropping on Friday? Most well, people I, will already know, so they'll be like, "This, you guys are idiots." <laughs> so <laughs> my my theory yeah. relates to something we're going to talk about later, but it has oh, to do with okay. VR. So, oh, all right, we'll uh, save it then. We'll, we'll save it. Let's yeah. save it. All right, yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll put that to the side. Ooh, give me a good nugget. You know what? With that, <laughs> it's time to square up the news. Kyle, go for it, my man. Yeah. First one comes from Brianna Reeves over at PS Lifestyle. Insomniac confirms Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart is only coming to PlayStation 5. Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart will take full advantage of Sony's next-gen hardware. This seems most evident in the blinding speed at which the titular characters can pass through dimensional rifts, a feature made possible by PlayStation 5's impressive SSD. But fans remain curious as to whether or not a potential PS4 version is also in the works. To mitigate further confusion, Insomniac Games has confirmed that Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart is indeed a PS5 exclusive. The studio shared this tidbit in a brief response to a fan question on Twitter. Uh, This comes from MCDC. Hey guys, I'm not sure if you've already announced this, but I was curious. Will will Ratchet & Clank Rift Apart be coming to PS4 as well, or just the PS5? And Insomniac Games replied, it's a PS5 exclusive. Okay, so opening the show out with something a little light, something a little easy and breezy. Uh, Ratchet & Clank is... It looks like, from what so, uh, what Insomniac has stated, it is a pure PlayStation Five exclusive. Mm-hmm. As we've known, you know, with Horizon, with uh, Spider-Man, uh, even some inklings of God of War, is that those games are PS Five slash PS Four titles, um, kind of like a hybrid of such. I want to go to Kyle first on this mm-hmm. because you are a, a big Insomniac fan. When you get the news as to it's a PlayStation Five exclusive. Knowing that there's, how can I say this? You know, I'll say it like this. Does it, do, do you think that this can confuse the consumer in terms of like, yeah, some games are PS5, some games are PS4. Why do you think this is the case? And are you down with this? Uh, first off, I'm totally down with this. Yeah. Um, because I never thought with the way Insomniac is using the engine 
Mm-hmm. Or PS5, where like because of the SSD, the the drift thing is such a huge part of that gameplay. Yeah. I don't think that's possible on PS4, even a PS4 Pro. Even though like those load times, like on in Ghosts and Last of Us Part Two, are insanely fast, um, it, it's still not going to be instantaneous like what it seems Ratchet and Clank can be. Right. Um, as far as to like. Why I think it's not a huge deal that it's PS5 exclusive, um, and, and like as far as like people being confused, is I don't see a whole lot of that talk over Demon Souls. Right, Demon Souls uh, is PS5 exclusive only, the right. remake at least, and I don't hear a lot of people saying like, "Well, is it coming to PS4? Or why isn't it coming to PS4?" And like, I I think this is a, another smart way on Sony. To be like, hey, if you want to play this, you have to get a PS5. Mm-hmm. This is another mm-hmm. next-gen PS5 only thing, more incentive to jump into the next generation quicker rather than just hold back and wait a little bit. Yeah, so like what you're trying to say, or what I'm getting at from it, yeah. at least, is some games are just utilizing the hardware, right? Yeah. Some games mm-hmm. are literally made with the PS5 in mind, whereas like... Spider-Man is, yeah, you you definitely want, hindsight 2020, you want as many people playing a Spider-Man game as humanly possible for that yeah. wampum. Same with Horizon. It's a proven IP with a proven audience. You want those people to, to keep playing. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I understand it on that end. But with some of the games that I think you could take a risk on is like Demon's Souls has a cult audience. And I think similar that of Ratchet, Ratchet... I think critically does really well and commercially somewhat, but like it's something that you could kind of take a risk on for sure. Um, Asa, what are your thoughts when it comes to like Sony's structure of, of the PlayStation 5 exclusive, but like put uh, mm-hmm. like a little, uh, you know, thing on that, amendum on it? Where, where do you land on it? Did you like the wall barrier, the believe in generations statement from Jim Ryan, or do you actually kind of like this laissez fair as, you know, a game by game basis? I, you know, I, first of all, I think that it's, it's perfect that it's PS5 only. Mm-hmm. Um, I know this is a PlayStation show, but to, to divert and talk about Xbox for just a minute. How dare you? Like, We've never I, done that oh, on this show. jeez. <laughs> gotta hide this stuff over here. Um, no, but like when it comes to Xbox, yeah, I, I've got no reason right now to buy a Series X. I just don't. Mm-hmm. I can play the games on my souped up PC. I can play the games on my Xbox One. I know they just want you in the ecosystem, but yeah. I don't care to buy that unit. I want to buy this PS5. Okay. Um, uh, so, like, give me a reason to buy it, and they have. Like, Ratchet mm-hmm. & Clank being PS5 only, absolutely, that's a system seller because yeah. it's a known IP. Um, and then even with, like, Demon Souls, I think that cult following is so strong that people, like, I, I have a friend of mine, he's been a PC gamer for the past two generations, he is buying a PS5 for this Demon Souls remake. I see, I've that, seen a lot of people do that, especially when yes. Game of the Generation Bloodborne came out. Um, <laughs> you saw people go like, because it's true, right? You freaking out because yeah. it's real. And uh, see that, Kyle? You're outnumbered. You said, oh, Dude, man. Bloodborne is so good. Dude, it's so fucking good, Asa. So good. Oh, my God. Yeah. Anyway, sorry. <laughs> Asa and I just fell in love with her <laughs> right there for just a split second. But yeah, like, you have games that give you a reason to buy the box. And I think that's Mm -hmm. no slight against Xbox because they're doing their own thing. They're about, yeah, getting you in that ecosystem where this is Sony's approach, which is buy our product. (laughs) This is is what it's always been about, where Mm -hmm. Xbox is kind of trying to change a game and PlayStation's like, no, steady on course. If it ain't broke, don't fix it. So me personally, 
I do like, you know, Demon Souls is an exclusive and they say it's because we're pushing the tech that we just could not mm-hmm. do on the PlayStation 4 or 4 Pro. Same with Ratchet. So far, knock on so many pieces of wood. Uh, so like, I'm, I'm down on that because I want some walled garden experiences to really get into that ecosystem the, 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 the best way I know how. So yeah, that's kind of, I, that's kind of how I feel on the whole thing too. Sorry. What yeah, were you going to say? Sir? I was just say I'm I'm 100% with you on that and I think you know a lot of people at the beginning of this whole like console and cuz it feels like 2020 has also been the year of like uh, like you're keeping me on the edge like just just let me finish here like tell yeah. me when it's coming out tell me what the price is just show it to me stop teasing yeah. me and um, that's the thing it's it's just like we <laughs> like I don't even know what what next year is going to bring in terms of games right. if how many of them come out like because of this whole stay-at-home situation we got going on for us, it's it's kind of tough to kind of gauge when a game's going to fall because yeah. of so much turmoil, you know? And and I think that, that Sony's method of staying kind of traditional Sony in this sense has a place. Because yes. you, you see Xbox that's doing a whole new thing. They're, they're attacking the new frontier with xCloud and just everything in between. Mm-hmm. Um, Nintendo is Nintendo. That's always going <laughs> to be the case. So to see somebody of the big three stay in the traditional console space and really give though that crowd something to hang their hat on i it's got a place yeah and they're not leaving everybody hanging out to dry like you talked about spider-man miles morales is on ps4 and ps5 horizon although i feel like horizon little little bit of a gamble i feel like they had to put it on ps4 because it is a newer ip and doesn't have as much commercial buy-in okay i feel like I feel like within our gaming sphere, we know it. But if but I the, were to go ask my my friends who aren't as knee deep in it as we are, they yeah. would be like, I, I might have heard of that, but they don't know it. So yeah. doing the dual console release kind of saves them and in, in, you know cutting off a huge chunk of their their player base. But like Spider Man is going to be one of those absolutely. I'm playing that on PS5. Did yeah. you see the load transition of being in the oh dungeon and then? Going through into the world, no yes. loading screens, dude. Yeah. None whatsoever. Okay, yeah, I'm I, in. I think when it comes to Horizon and Spider-Man Two, I think it's easier for them to build it on PS5 and make it PS4 compatible. Yeah, absolutely. It, when you look at a game like Ratchet, in this case, and why it's only exclusive, you can't do that rift mechanic on a PS4. I don't yeah. think it will run nearly as well. <laughs> that thing will take off. The, literally, the fan will be so high it will it'll lift start off your entertainment center. Yeah, yeah. it'd be bad. Yeah, I, I I do think uh I think both you two really nail it on the head. Is just like, on one hand, you want like when it comes to Horizon, you want it on both because, sure, you know it sold really well, but it's still a new IP. As for Sp- Spider Man, it's a known prodigy, so mm-hmm. so known and so beloved that you want to you know tap the mass market as much as you can. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I really do think probably Spider Man is like that last true swan song for for them sales wise mm-hmm. cuz that thing is just going to fly off shelves you know it just it it get it just captures so many people's imaginations when you when you have I mean, Spider-Man on screen so exactly <laughs> Asa my goodness oh my god Kyle listen i'm sorry but after this show we might need to talk yeah it's, it's been a good run <laughs> it's been a good run <laughs> God damn it. I love you, Kyle. On to the next story, good sir. I'll never uh, replace you. Yet. Uh, this comes from Jamie Feltham over at Upload VR. 
confirmed Hitman 3 and No Man's Sky PS5 versions don't support PSVR. Headset can't play PS5 games. If you buy the PS5 versions of Hitman 3 or No Man's Sky in the coming months, you won't have access to either game's PSVR support found in their PS4 versions, as the company has not announced PSVR games on PS5. On the subject of Hitman 3, a Sony spokesperson told Upload VR via email that you'll need the PS4 version of Hitman 3 to play it in VR, since the PSVR operates as a backwards-compatible device. The re- representative then went on to clarify, quote, We have not announced PS5 titles for PSVR, end quote. This follows months of speculation around how PS5 might embrace PSVR when it launches in mid-November. We've always known that the new console would support the headset for backwards-compatible backwards-compatible PS4 titles, but many had hoped new PS5 games could integrate VR, taking advantage of the console's improved horsepower while continuing to use the same HMD. In a recent interview with the Washington Post, SIE CEO Jim Ryan said that Sony has learned a lot from its foray into VR. He stopped short of revealing what the company's plans are for PSVR going forward, but did su- did suggest that VR gaming still has a ways to go. Mm-hmm. Jimmy's quote goes, quote, I think we're more than a few minutes from the future of VR. PlayStation believes in VR. Sony believes in VR. And we definitely believe at some point in the future, VR will represent a meaningful component of interactive entertainment. Will it be this year? No. Will it be next year? No. But will it come at some stage? We believe that. And we're very pleased with all the experience that we've gained with PlayStation VR. And we look forward to seeing where that takes us in the future. End quote. All right. So there's a lot to unpack here. Yes, uh, also, yes. shout out the the later half. I forgot to mention that's PS Lifestyle. Go over there as well. Check mm. them out. Mm-hmm. Um, I wanted to put that quote in there because it is it's tackling many things. So let's first talk about Hitman real fast. So because even I got a little confused. And whoever answers this right, the, the first question goes to you. So what they're saying is when you're playing the game on your PS5 and you have it hooked up to a PSVR. It's running the PlayStation 4 version of the game. Right? That's some weird-ass wording. So it was... I was under the assumption, and maybe <laughs> maybe I I blanked for a minute when Kyle was reading because I, I got stuck on a tidbit. Yeah. Um, but I didn't think that the PlayStation VR was going to work with the PS5 camera. That it, it, was is not. Not. it is so, not. It is not. Yeah, yeah. So the dongle, there's a dongle that everybody's trying to get. It's, mm-hmm. it's real hard to find. Um, that you have to sign up and, you know, type in your, your social security number. To, don't do that. Don't do that. <laughs> no. Your, your serial it's number. Serial number. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry. That was, that was my brain. And, uh, your serial number to, to the PlayStation website. And mm-hmm. then it'll give you, it'll grant you like, uh, yeah. a, it's a, a free token. dongle. It's yeah. a free okay. thing, but it's still what a word. baffling yes. that the PS5 camera does it work with VR? So it kind yeah. of feels like this is. I hate to say it. Okay, so it's it. it's when you're playing on the the PSVR version. I think a lot of people were a little bummed out that they wanted to take advantage of the PlayStation Five hardware mm-hmm. to have some type of boost mode for the VR games. It really just looks like it's that it's just running a legacy mode when you're playing on PSVR. That's a bit of a bummer to me. Uh, Kyle, what do you feel on that? Is, is it does this bum you out a little bit? Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um, 
like I would expect it to run the best version of it on this new console, or at yeah. least make it run better for these older games. Because mm-hmm. of that list of backwards compatible games, there's only I think one VR game on there, and that's mm-hmm. the Robinson Journey, whatever, which yeah. isn't good. Don't ever play that game. Um, <laughs> but like there, there's all those other VR games were included in that list that you could play on your PS5. It's backwards compatible and. I would. I assumed, and I hoped that there would be a boost mode for him to work correctly. Um, yeah. This quote by by Jim Ryan though has me concerned. Well, okay. I'll wait, but I'm very concerned about the future of PSVR. That is a question. I'll I'll jump. I'll. I mean, first, real fast, say so. Your thoughts on on the the PS running on legacy mode? Yeah, I don't want to. I don't want to jump. You mm-hmm. know, the, the cart in front of the horse here. Uh, what are what are your what are your thoughts on it running a legacy mode when you're in PSVR? Are you fine with it? Are you a little disappointed? Um, I'm disappointed for the people who are disappointed. Like I'm I'm with you on that. Like Kyle, I'm I'm bummed for you. Um, yeah. But as somebody like I'll, I'll play the Xbox 360 or the original Xbox games on the Xbox One, and that yeah. is not like that's doing the same type deal. It doesn't really bother me too much because I'm still playing the game. Okay. Um, so, like, in that regard, yes, it, I would want to use all of the processing power, but I think not to jump back to the cart in front of the horse thing. I think that it has to do with where Sony is positioning the hardware with what they ideally have coming out next. So, what? So, and, and, and I'll jump right over to Kyle. You read that quote, you get a little nervous. Yeah. How so? Is, feel- do you think there's an next pr- product, or we or we Vidia Vidia in this thing? <laughs> oh God, I don't don't Sony, please don't have Joe give me an ultimatum question where I have to kill VR. <laughs> like he made me do with the Vita. Please yeah. don't don't I'll let that do it happen. again. I'm a six of them. I think count. I think maybe eventually there mm-hmm. might be a PSVR two, but the fact that he's like obviously this year we knew out of the cards. Next year yeah. there was a little bit more hope that there would be an unveiling because it's been like VR came out in what 2017 2017 yes that sounds right around there yeah so 17 I would have I would assume that there would be a next iteration somewhere in the works somewhere yeah to me it feels in addition and along with the fact that the PS5 camera doesn't work with the VR unit it's like they forgot PSVR existed and we're back on the Vita you know, forgetting about it and just letting it die out. Right. That's, that's how this quote is making me feel. And then mm-hmm. is worrisome. I, yeah. I don't like it. I don't like it. <laughs> Does it make me feel nice? I don't like it. Ata, <laughs> what, like you sounded a little bit more optimistic. Are you more optimistic for the PS VR or do you think this was uh, I, an absolutely. experiment? Yeah. No, I, I'm absolutely way more optimistic because um, now they're in, they're in a pickle. Because there have been many more, like, look, Quest 2. Quest mm-hmm. 2 just came out, incredibly popular. Um, you're seeing all of these new VR units or current VR units, they're they're reiterating much faster. And PSVR had, like, what, like a half step up? Like, they improved it, mm-hmm. but it yeah, wasn't they, like a they VR added, 2. added, like, an HDR pass-through. It was yeah, allowed yeah. to happen. So, like, it, it was like, okay, so you made it what it should have been at the beginning. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but... I think their jump into VR was an intentional one because they know that I'm not going to say full stop. It's the future of gaming, but it is something that isn't going to go anywhere. Right now. Like, I don't think it's going to go the way of the Vita. The Vita 
was ahead of its time, but I think it was it was dropped by not just Sony, but by the consumer as well. Right. Um, like, there was just so many missteps with it. Whereas th- this one, it feels like corporate money's behind it. Where yes. they're like, they're, they really do think, just to hop on your point for a sec. Yeah. They really do think there's something here. Is it gaming? They don't necessarily know, but individual companies are trying that out. And that's why I don't, I don't feel like this is the, a nail in any type of coffin. I definitely mm-hmm. think they're, they're trying to tell the consumer, Hey, we want to get the PlayStation 5 out there before we push something else. And I'm sorry, you could, you could jump back onto your point. Well, no, and, and, that's a good point. But then, like, if you look at State of Play, they did a State of Play where they just talked about a, a ton of VR stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They would not have done that for the Vita. <laughs> like, let's just be honest. <laughs> no. That never would no. have happened. Geo Corsi's uh, gone. He was the only one yeah. that cared about Vita. Yes. Yeah. The only and, one. and so, like, you you look at that. You look that they had a State of Play that was not solely VR, but it was very VR heavy. Um, you look at the competitive space where VR is not dying. Like, yeah. they're not blind to it. Like, in all honesty, I guarantee you that Microsoft is trying to figure something out. Like, they they let Sony be the, the guinea pig in the console space with it, so then they can figure it out. Yeah. Um, I think they're doing it more on the consumer uh, or uh, retail level. Like, the more, mm-hmm. like, business-focused. Like, they want you to do minority report shit with your headset. Yeah. Uh, for for, for fucking, that. like... Excel. Well, they want you I to think, be the Excel I, chief. I think part of them buying Zenimax and Bethesda has to do like that's going to help them a little bit because Bethesda is mm-hmm. pretty well, heavy into VR as well. Yeah. And they had the well, uh, and I say that also. Glass, I wasn't. I wasn't. I'm sorry. You shut your mouth. I, <laughs> I wasn't saying that to belittle Xbox. Literally, their PC division that does VR. That's what they're like. Kind of they yeah. doing lifestyle stuff. Uh, Asa, back to you. I'm sorry. No, no, you're you're fine. You're fine. Um, but anyway, so I, I feel like. Just to wrap up my point, because um, I feel like I'm monopolizing. I apologize, um, but you're good. You're good. <laughs> Sony is careful, and so mm. looking at all these other VR units, there is no way that they can haphazardly put out a PSVR two. Yeah, you can't. You can't have all those wires anymore. Like you cannot I mean, have. We people we talk about it. their own headsets. Like yeah, they know that they need to do this right. And they know that they need to keep supporting it because there's a community there. So I don't think they're done. No, and I think I dude, look at you uh, droning on. You, you, you were hitting you some me over. great you, points. You quelled here. the storm that was brewing <laughs> yeah. inside of me. Listen, there's been a lot of doubt today. I get it, but like I think you sold me on this, sir. I really do think so because yeah, they are more careful. That's why I think you see the PlayStation Five is a more uh, reserved box when you take a look at it between like that and the and the. Xbox Series X because they can't make those giant leaps and if it doesn't pan out they could just uh, wipe their hands of it and say we tried. That's a mm-hmm. big financial risk for a company Sony yep. size. So they got to make sure that if they're jumping into this pool they can make a revenue off of it. And I think when he says, you know, we're minutes away from the future, I think he's he's saying we're minutes to find out where VR is headed and what the technology is going to look like. I think they're looking at the quest and going, okay, I think people want to just not be connected to a PlayStation 5 <laughs> or have the option to, you know, be connected to your PlayStation 5 as you whip out the Vita. Godspeed. Good sir. Godspeed. I, dude, it's in my nightstand. I <laughs> I play it regularly. Yep, but, same with um, mine. I buried yeah. it in the backyard where it belonged. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's dead and I move on, you know? 
just like the next story on the list, Kyle. Uh, from Matt T. Kim over at IGN, Demon's Souls PS5 has over 180 guide videos in the UI. The Demon's Souls remake on PlayStation 5 will indeed take advantage of the activities bar and feature over 180 help videos that players can choose to watch to complete sections of the game. As reported in the Washington Post, Demon's Souls will make use of the PS5's activity UI, which offers helpful tips regarding certain tasks. Demon's Souls remake creative director Gavin Moore says there are over 180 videos, each with increasing levels of visibility into what's needed to complete portions of the game. Demon's Souls is a notoriously difficult game, so being able to bring up video help on the fly could be beneficial for new players, mm. especially since an MO of the Souls series is intentionally keeping certain game mechanics or challenges opaque. This feature is also optional, so players who don't want to watch the videos can ignore it by never bringing it up in the UI. Okay, so no no hard mode, though? Kyle, I, mean, I know. hard. And so you mean easy mode is what you mean? Ex- I'm sorry, no easy mode, though. A man who doesn't read his own notes. Kyle, you talked about this. You had a little slant. I think it was on one of the after shows. of just like, yeah. you, uh, you, of course, you, you don't like Bloodborne or any Soulside games because they're they're overly yeah. challenging for it you. It stresses me out. It stresses you out. Some people, you know, they, they just can't do... They just can't do Bloodborne, and it sucks. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of people want more accessibility in their games, and that also means, you know, lesser difficulties. What are your thoughts on them having this seemingly optional, but very much... Oh, you know, here's how to get through this level. Here's a video telling you how. Uh, is isn't that kind of like the same thing? Am I uh, going crazy thinking it? You're not going crazy. It's it's pretty close. Yeah. Um, I do appreciate that there are that many guide videos for this. Um, mm-hmm. that was 100 going to be used by me at some point while I'm playing. Um, it's just I I feel like having an option for an easier mode, whether it's lowering the health a little bit of the enemies or reducing the timing a a little bit like i've been playing through uncharted 4 recently trying to Mm -hmm. go for get that platinum finally and when it comes to that end section with the battle uh, against rafe like the last boss battle Mm -hmm. when you play it on easy compared to crushing rafe's movements are so much faster in crushing mode and hard mode where in easy mode it's just slowed down a little bit and it's way (laughs) easier to see what section what side he's swinging at and easy to counter Mm. so just an effect like that of just maybe slowing down enemies attacks so it's easier to see and and i'm i'm all for more accessibility i think it should be an option and be in these types of games even though that's probably like i hear the souls fans yelling at me through the oh yeah me and sin vendetta (laughs) we're seething right now But like it's yeah. it doesn't hurt your experience with it. Right. It's just gonna help other people have a better experience with it, which I don't think is a bad thing at all. Mm-hmm. Asa, you were making some faces. Yeah. What's that all about, my man? Uh so <laughs> the faces was more in regard to those little little guide videos. Listen, yeah. I've I've played the Souls games. Yeah. Um Demon Souls, it being the first one in the pseudo sequel series, uh, is the hardest one, in my opinion. I think it's mainly just because, like, as then Dark Souls came out and then Bloodborne, they just added more things, like better maneuverability. Um, even with, like, 
Sekiro, like being able to parry and things like that. Yeah. Um, so I imagine that that stuff is going to make its way into Demon Souls. So like, for me, like the guide videos might help with like the puzzles or like, all right, where do I go next? But mm-hmm. the crux of the issue that Kyle and so many people are bringing up is like the difficulty of the encounters with the enemies. Right. Because it's so punishing and it's so uh, unnecessarily difficult at times. Like my my wife has enjoyed watching me play Bloodborne. Um, she likes the aesthetic and it's cool, but she would never play it. Yeah. Because it's just way too much. But she would love to play it if there was like a, a baby, or now I can't a remember baby the phrase. baby mode? Yeah, yes, yes, yeah. yes, yes. Uh, like, so she can just, let me just enjoy the story. Let me enjoy the game without feeling the pains that I, I see Asa feel. So like, I completely get it. And that's like the yeah. very lowest end of the accessibility conversation. Like there are so many more um, reasons why this just doesn't cut it. Like, I'm just going to be honest as a fan of these games. I feel for people who like just can't get into them. Yeah. For, for these reasons. I am, I am of like, I I am kind of both sides on this. Cause it's like, first it's like, this is how the game designer wanted the game to be played. And when you're talking about like blue point, they're all about, this is how they wanted you to play. And mm-hmm. so we're going to respect the basic fundamentals of what these games are and then improve on the things we should improve on. So like, I understand them not wanting to touch it because it respects the, the game in any which way. I also don't think that these are one to one, you know, comparisons. I just wanted to sprinkle that in there, get a little <laughs> flavor in this discussion because you still have to complete these things, right? Like mm-hmm. it'll show you how to do it, but then you have to go out there, do it yourself. You got to be the one to do it. Yeah, so, like, for me, when I take a look at, like, the new Demon Souls footage, which looks, chef's kiss, it looks amazing. <laughs> so good. Um, it does, absolutely, it just looks gorgeous. Like, when I take a look at that gameplay, the you're right, the crux of these things is these games are difficult. Like, that's what a lot of people hang their hats on, is, like, this, the, the dopamine rush isn't that I, I, I killed the boss, I achieved what that it was it wasn't easy i didn't just go up to father gascoigne tap him on the shoulder punch him twice <laughs> in the mouth no there was a whole lot of steps in there and when i finally beat him i felt that 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 inertia so mm, i do understand yeah god damn oh uh, i do understand that that <laughs> rush and that dopamine hit mm-hmm. um and at the same exact time i do understand People going, yeah, I want, but I'd like to experience it. And so I do feel a little guilty when I'm just like, no, you don't. Like you get your Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order. Um, and, and, but then I take a look at that game and I'm like, that game, I can make it as, as, as hard as, uh, or, or somewhat as hard as a soul's like for me, my, my skill set, but it didn't take away from my experience seeing my brother playing it on easy. Like Mm -hmm. that was just, uh, that was just his thing. So this is something that is hard to juggle because I feel like it's kind of like the demon souls or just souls born players have this thing. It's like, they just got the new thing at school. Everybody wants to see it. They're like, no, this thing's mine. That's kind of how, how they feel about it. Yeah. Uh, because they don't want that feeling of what makes these games tarnished. I just don't know if they really do at the end of the day, but that's, a, I mean, Broader yeah. conversation. Yeah, I, I I get that argument one hundred percent. That it's 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 their thing. That's how they're meant to be played. Mm-hmm. But it would still be there, 
for people who want to play it that way. Yeah. But there would just be an option for people who don't want it to be that as punishing mm-hmm. for other people to be able to experience it. It kind of goes back to our other uh, conversation for most of last year and this year of where like when it comes to PlayStation games coming on PC, more people get to experience those games. That is a good thing. Mm -hmm. Nothing is tarnishing the game itself. It's just having another option for other people to be able to enjoy the game because games are about enjoying him. So Mm -hmm. like I want people to have good experience with everything, everything they decide to pick up and having a, a easier mode or sliders to make, you know, the combat easier it's a no-brainer in my eyes. Mm-hmm. I like this. We kind of got the whole spectrum here of <laughs> well, thoughts and ideas. Yeah. One last thing: if this is a remake, yeah, put yeah. it in there. Like, yeah, exactly. If you if you want the <laughs> ultimate challenge, if you're one of those people, go play the original. My PS3 is right there. If I want to play it, I will. I'll, I'll <laughs> be a masochist. That's why it's, it's either masochistas. I don't know. One of those things yeah. that like they enjoy pain. My pain machine's right there. Yeah. This is a remake. Come on. All right, all right. Come on. I, again, I feel I, I I'm I'm saying you guys have good points, but oh, we've yeah. heard enough. We've heard exactly. enough this year. It's true. It's been a rough year. I don't want to suffer anymore. Let, give it to me. Come on. You know what point? might even suffer though in more in 2020? <laughs> Our hard drive space. Oh boy. Ooh, yes. I've been nailing these segways all night, guys. <laughs> Hell yeah, yeah. Oh I'm my trying god. To set you up. I'm setting you up, dude. You. Not gonna have a part, Kyle. You're on those. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> Next on the list. I didn't realize I'm being audited for my job Look. today. This oh, is on my screen. Demerit. You guys are right here. So we got we got Jordan. Yeah. We got Scotty Pippen. I'll be Dennis yeah. Rodman. Let Let me Yo, do that's it. That's a good Ooh. trio right there. No one wants that. Yeah. I would. Dennis. I'll go to Vegas. Nevada. I know nothing right about now. basketball. I've go just seen Madonna. Like it's fine, right? <laughs> I've seen Dennis Rodman, and he's just a character. He's just a. I just want a hug from him. That's all I want. I just. He's, <laughs> Kyle, next door on the list. <laughs> yep, sorry, sorry. Yep, I ruined also, the transition. <laughs> also from Mad T Kim from IGN, Call of Duty Black Ops Cold War file size revealed on console and PC. Activision has shared preloading details for Call of Duty Black Ops Cold War. On PS4 and Xbox One, preloading will begin on November 5th at 9 p.m. Pacific Time, while on PC preloading will begin on November 10th at 10 a.m. Pacific. Mm-hmm. To preload Black Ops Cold War, players will need to ensure they have the right amount of available storage to launch the game. Here are the storage space numbers required for each system. PS4, 95 gigs. PS5, 133 gigs. Xbox One, 93 gigs. Xbox Series X and S, 136 gigs. And PC, 125 gigs for full game on Ultra Graphics, 82 gigs for the full game, and 35 gigs for multiplayer only. Activision says players on both PC and console can choose to uninstall specific game mode packs, such as Campaign or Zombies, to reduce the overall file size. Okay. There was an awesome quote from Matt Piscatella talking about what implications hard drive space is going to play for games rather than, you know, you know, the, yeah, of course, with less space with these drives and the bigger these games got, less games could fit on these drives. And if rumor has it, um, you're going to have 664 gigs on a PlayStation 5 hard drive at launch with all the OS and all that stuff. This is a big chunk of change that's being taken out of of that PlayStation 5. That said, Matt Piscatella writes uh, on Twitter, 
the battle for next gen isn't just going to be about grabbing share of player time and engagement. It will be a fight just to make sure your game will stay installed. This is a great conversation because that's true. Like the mm-hmm. having to go back and install things on, on your drive, that is going to be a slight minor inconvenience that actually might hurt the devs in the long run because if games are like this size which hopefully they're they're not oh i god who knows at this point they're going but like they are going to be what am i saying you have more information on a disc that's what's going to be like what's going to happen here then asa like do game devs actually get hurt because xbox and playstation aren't going to have that disc space no what's, what's the give here and you no? want to know why why? Because we have companies who are positioned perfectly to help alleviate this issue. And we've already uh-huh. seen the partnership with Xbox and Seagate. Mm. Seagate. Uh, and then all the, like, I'm pretty sure we'll see Samsung jump into this. We see right. I think branded external Western hard drives. Digital, I yeah, think Western Digital. Yeah, Western Digital. Another big one. Like, yeah. Out of out of all of the people who I know who are going to suffer through this issue, I think the only one who is going to survive is going to be Morgan Shaver from Prima mm-hmm. Games because she's a Tetris master. Like, they'll get it just fine. Me, no way. So what mm-hmm. am I going to do if I don't want to have to move stuff around? I'm going to buy an external hard drive, wonderfully made, wonderfully branded by Seagate. I don't care about the premium price. I'm going to put it on there. And I think that is what a lot of these console makers are kind of banking on. Because otherwise, that $500 price tag would be hiked way up if they yeah. were to increase the size of the SSDs in these things. What say you, Kyle? Uh, welcome to physical media life, gentlemen. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> this is something like I've... This is kind of the reason why I don't want to go digital is because my download speeds suck. Granted, who knows how much better the PS5 will do than PS4, hopefully right. a whole lot faster. Um but the ability for me to just pop it out and have it on my shelf and it's, I don't have to worry about the internet to download it too much mm-hmm. um, is a plus for me to, to stay physical when it comes to buying games, patches aside. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I think Asa hit it on the, on the head right there. It's like, yeah, you're going to buy a external drive. I've never bought an external drive before, but because I know that games are going to be this big, pretty much standard, uh, here and out i think it's a necessity and mm-hmm. i think that's why the price is so low is because if they the hard drive is bigger it, it'd be a, uh what's the term uh sticker shock yeah yep for like yep. it'd be like eight hundred dollars for a ps5 and right like, i think oof. i think you're right I, I i use this analogy a lot it's kind of like the sd cards with with the with the the switch right in the beginning they costed an arm and a leg now you could get a reasonable sized card for really cheap so what playstation and what xbox are kind of baking on is they're baking on these hardware manufacturers or, or sorry hard drive manufacturers to get these things to market so that it helps price down these hard drives over time and that's what they're really doing here. So I think the only people that are going to get hurt in the in the in the beginning of this are the early adopters. Is you, me, mm-hmm. anybody who's buying a PS5 at launch or Xbox, you guys, we're all the early adopters. We are the 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 guinea pigs. Um and that's really who's gonna get hurt because there'll be another PlayStation 5. 
probably not as big and chonky. That'll have more space on it one day. And you're going to see that over time. Incrementally, those numbers will continue to go up. So, mm-hmm. and continue to go down in terms of prices. So yeah, I, I, I'm right there with you. It's, it's not the end of the world, but I do think of the people that don't have data or that have data caps. Cause I know I don't, mm-hmm. uh, how those people are going to be affected. That's what I think Matt's trying to kind of, tap on here is like there there is an issue here but i don't know if it's as astronomical of an issue or as big of an issue rather that that matt is kind of gleaming towards but a quick aside yeah i don't has sony come out with their list of hard drives that are compatible yet because we're a week out yes and no so we know the the drives that are compatible like we we have the idea of which drives could fit in that slot and Mm -hmm. and whatnot it's it's pretty sizable like like sizes will a lot of choices a lot of choices we're not going Vita memory cards here. Right. It's mm-hmm. real, real shitty and real. But they shitty. haven't had like an official list of like, here's the things that are going to work. Got it. Okay. Um, for, and, but I, I know the Western Digital is, is shared. Yeah. I was going to say, Seagate just put out new hard drives styled similarly to the new consoles. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I, there's at least that and yeah, in, yeah. in Western Digital. They're, they're definitely in cahoots. They've, they, yeah, they sure. probably had tons of meetings going like, what are these hard drives going to look like? How much space? What, what, what do you think your projections we can hit on X date and for X mm-hmm. price? Uh, that said, ask not why writes in, in a character. And I'm just like, you know what, Jose? You got it. Hey, y'all. Bob Vance here for Vance Refrigeration. <laughs> Long time listener. First time caller. My question is, since the PlayStation 5 will have an Ultra HD Blu-ray player, do you think discs will be able to hold more of the actual game, making the installation and patch part of the game smaller to reduce the space it takes on the hard drive? Hmm. That's a good question. Yes, I think that is the case. If it's on the disc, I do believe the, this, this, the space is a bit smaller on the drive. Am I a dumb, dumb idiot? Or I no, we're downloading the same amount of so. data. I still think it. I think it's still relatively close to the same size. Okay. Yeah, it, it might be a tiny bit smaller, but not a whole lot. I, okay. It's just you're not having to deal with the internet. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know what? Speaking of internet, internet. Regard my last question. I did sound like a big dumb dumb back there. That said, you know who's going to sound like a big excited dumb dumb in about a second? This guy, because Kyle, the last. Major bit of news. Ooh, chef's kiss. I think it's the best one we've read all year. (laughs) Nicole Carpenter over at Polygon writes, Into the Spider-Verse suit makes Spider-Man Miles Morales feel like the movie. Sony Interactive Entertainment revealed its second pre-order bonus for Marvel Spider-Man Miles Morales, early access to Miles' Spidey suit from Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. Mm. Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse production designer Justin K. Thompson said the Spider-Verse team advised Insomniac Games on the, quote, unique design elements that make the film so distinct, end quote. The effect, which appears to have Miles Morales operating on a slower frame rate, looks stunning in the, in the game. When Miles Morales is fighting in the suit, his action is highlighted by comic book-styled word balloons like Zap and Thunk. 
There's also the Gravity Well gadget and an extra skill points available for pre-order customers. The two pre-order bonus suits will be available for everyone, according to Insomniac Games. But people who pre-order will get the suit on launch day. Quote, the bonus is early unlocks, not exclusive content, end quote, the developer said in a tweet. This one's just for me, guys. <laughs> I'll let you guys talk in a second. But this makes my heart sing on so many levels. Here I am, watching The Mandalorian Season 2 episode. Well, technically, it's Chapter 9, which I th- that, that threw me through a loop. And I was just like, <laughs> life can't get better than this. I've seen many things in my days, and I can't s- spoil it because I'm not... I'm not going to say it, but I got very excited towards the end of that episode. Like, nothing gets better than this. Mm-hmm. I turn on Twitter, and oh my goodness, I see this <laughs> Into the Spider-Verse suit, and I just started getting emotional. Because, like, if you guys don't know any newcomers to here, I was deeply depressed. That movie saved my life, no pun intended. Gave me hope again, made me believe again. And so seeing that suit there... I just have butterflies. Like, I am going to turn on that suit, and I don't know if I'll touch another one. You know, like, I will, like, whatever. But, like, this is going to be, like, 90% of the time, this is the suit. Because this is this is the miles I know that I felt I fell, uh, in love with. And I love him still to this day. That said, um, the one thing that I do love as well is the little attention to detail. Like, the zap, the funk. Um, I would love to see like a bagel come hit you and it just says bagel up top. Like <laughs> seeing, seeing just the, the, the animation is like your frame rate for what it looks like. Cause it's like, it, it, it's like a weird temporal thing. I think you could even t- turn it off. It's a gadget that actually makes it so that you're, I think you're moving 24 frames per second, like in the movie, like an animation, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, and like the rest of the world's moving in 60. So like it is just, bonkers seeing this suit move the way it is it's just and i believe they said you could take that effect and put it on any other suit as well yeah it's gonna mm, be okay yeah so like if you don't like that if you don't love that idea yeah you could throw that on other suits and i just think it's so awesome the attention to detail that insomniac has is bar none like doesn't get matched like this is next week i'm gonna be playing this Right. <laughs> uh, that said, gang, uh, we will be having our giveaway on Friday for this game. For anybody who's written in a five-star review, we're having a giveaway of a free next-gen game. We're going to have that next show. And for the Spider, uh, Spider-Man spider uh, giveaway, we're also, if you follow us on Twitter, you like one of those pinned tweets, um, you're entered to win as well. So we're going to be doing both drawings uh, tomorrow, or, or not tomorrow? Sorry, on next episode. Uh, my brain is just—I'm uh, just too excited. Where do Asa. we leave this five-star review? When do we do that? Well, <laughs> great that yes, on Apple Podcasts, rate us five stars. All right, North America, we're at 103. We already hit the magical number. Worldwide, we're around 130 something. We've hit those magical numbers. So who knows? If we get to 150, I'm giving away two games. It's gonna be nuts. What? It'll be crazy. Yeah, I know. I know. And Kyle, put your pants back on. Making you're embarrassing yeah, me from the <laughs> You're right, it was me. I don't have the pants. Um, Kyle, I'm gonna go to you. Yeah, you just gush about the suit for for a minute or two. Oh, God, <laughs> I, I have mean, no question. I'm just all what, hyped. Can, what can I add to what you already said? Like it is what we all we what we wanted when we heard 
uh, when we first saw this Miles Morales game yeah. is where's the into the into the Spider Verse suit. Um, the fact that they've confirmed it uh, is so cool and awesome. Uh, part of me, part of me, which is it was like a uh, in game experience of unlocking it like mm-hmm. oh shit it's in the game and then you put <laughs> it on and it does act like the animation style from the movie yeah i think that would have been a beautiful moment too but nothing's mm-hmm. taken away from this like it's oh my god and sound that bravo yeah bravo. yeah asa your thoughts on the suit i i mean i'm just going to be reiterating what both of y'all said i'm 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 so excited for this suit when i saw it i i think i've probably rewatched it a hundred times. Like I just, I can't, every time I see it, I have to stop and watch the trailer because just everything, every single detail that you brought up, it just, my, my heart soared. And I'm, I'm like trying to figure out, okay, I wanted to play the game with the original suit that they designed, but I mean, come on. (laughs) So it's like, exactly. I'm going to have to play this through twice. Yeah. Easily. Easily. And that's the thing. Camera mode's going to be insane on this thing because it's just, I'm just going to be, Listen, I might not even have room for Call of Duty because of all the photos. So <laughs> yeah. I'm just I'm floored with the amount of love and you know tender care that that they've put into this game. You already see it with the suits. It's just a whole nother level. That said, yeah. Insomniac, man, bravo, bravo, bravo. bravo. Uh, just some flash news for those of you are interested, uh, and then we get into the viewer questions. Days gone gets a PlayStation 5 update. That's right. If you're uh, taking uh, the ride on the broken road for the first time or finishing up New Game Plus, here's what you can expect when you boot up Days Gone on PlayStation 5. This comes straight from Bend Studios. uh, Up to 60 FPS with dynamic 4K and your your saves transfer over from PS4 to PS5. So that's all you can expect. Cool. Again, it looks like all those games in that collection are are getting that bump in frame rate, getting that bump to 4K. So, Bloodborne, we're seeing it. It's pretty much been <laughs> confirmed, not confirmed. Who knows? <laughs> that said, we are approaching the end of the show, and because you know uh, we don't have all the time in the world, Asa has a kid. You know, he he has to be a father this to this child of his. Uh, we enter Andrew House Snail Mail now. Each and every week, you can write in your questions over at PS Trophy Room on Twitter, or you go to the Casa de Bad Bit Discord server, drop in your question there. Every Wednesday, I ask in the morning. Everybody puts it in, and it's fun. We have a good time. People ask us some wacky questions. Maybe you get some wacky answers back. Or you could pen a letter to Andrew House, send it over to him. I jog, fly, soar, swim. Doesn't matter how I get to that house. I steal that mail. This week... We have over four pieces, no, five pieces of news. One of them I think I'm going to actually save to the Trophy Room after show, Marcus O'Neill, because it's it's really good. It's really good. All right, so patrons, you're, you're in for a treat there. Marcus, Marcus gave us a buffet. But first and foremost, <laughs> let's get to the most famous Seamus I've ever met in my whole entire life. He writes in with this. With this being the final week of the current generation, I got to ask... If you had to describe the PlayStation 4 generation in one word, what would that word be? Asa? Iconic. What are you thinking of? Iconic. What, why That's why great. iconic? Did he say describe why we picked the one word? I thought it you was know what, a Asa? mic drop. Mic drop. <laughs> say the word, go. 
Bam. Let you figure it out. <laughs> <laughs> Kyle, what say you, sir? One word. Uh, legacy. Ooh. I'm going to say greatness. The more you know. The more you know. I think somebody needs to hire this man. I, I know. <laughs> Jedi Master Rin writes in, Hey guys, Jedi here. With the PlayStation 5 just a week away, at the time of this posting, how will you get through this next week without pulling your hair out in anticipation? I have I have dreads and would prefer to keep it that way. Any thoughts greatly anticipated? I'm pulling my hair out, but for other reasons. Uh, but in anticipation, my man, dude. I am... I'm excited to think about something else. If that makes sense, I'm excited Mm -hmm. to just get my hands on this, turn my brain off of, of, of 2020 for at least a good solid few days. You know, what's the, anything, anything I am going to say is not going to help the situation It's going to make that (laughs) wait even longer. So like what I've been doing is each night I pop on one of those PS five, uh, event reactions and I just watch them and get hyped up. So like, easy you're like Eminem and eight mile. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. I just want to watch it and just get hyped up and, yeah. and feel the rush of, we are a week away from like, we, we both have a dual sense. We both feel the controller. We know what's going to, does it feel good? Be. Oh, it feels so oh, good. It feels so good. So oh, good. it feels so good. And the headset, guess what? I came around on it. I dig it. Good. Excellent. I think it, 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 well, I should have spoiled that. How I think about it, you could go on to youtube.com slash PS Trophy Room and find out there. Um, Asa, yeah. what say you? Uh, you know, I I missed the pre-order phase. and um, <gasps> So you don't have one day one? I don't have one day one. But you know what? I'm, I'm going to be buying, you know, I'm buying baby onesies. I'm buying bottles. You're you know right. what I mean? Come on, oh. come on. God. No, I'm, I'm kidding. Um, and and um, then you'll be like, oh, this this kid's love my life. I love it. What I do? And I just see that. And I'm like, I could have been doing so many different things. But well, I've you got know, a, a legitimate, the, the way that I, I block mm-hmm. off my anticipation is thinking about my backlog. Like, okay. I have so many games that I yeah. need to finish. Like, yeah. I, I still haven't finished Last of Us Part Two. I need to finish Ghost of Tsushima. Like, there's just been so many big releases on multiple platforms yeah. this year that I'm like... I, You're playing catch-up. I'm playing catch-up. Yeah. So I'm like, okay, I can... I don't want to delay these games You got a new dad duty. Like, if, if yeah. y'all don't know, we were talking before the show. Your kid's eight months old. So, I like, gotta you got to... boobs. Yeah. God. I got to teach sucks. him how to hold a controller. Come on, this... This sucks, is, he's going to be able to sucks. hold the dual sense and use it, so... These babies are holding you back. <laughs> <laughs> they say that children are our future. Fuck the future. It ain't doing me no good. Just listen, son, listen. Link, if you listen to this later on when you when you can, it, you're not holding me back, boy. I love you. That's right. I love you. That's right. Well, you know what? Honestly, just one aside. Uh, Mark Carabin, shout out to him. His holiday or hollow, uh, ho- Halloween, Jesus words tonight. His Halloween uh, costume was the Mandalorian. And he, too, oh. is a new papa. Oh. And so he has a little baby Yoda, and it's all knitted oh. in a onesie. And I'm like, you know what? Maybe this whole fatherhood thing would be for me. Wow. You know? It's okay. Why yeah. didn't I? <laughs> I year. found out, because I've been binging Shit's Creek, that I am definitely Moira. I don't know how to 
like kids of just like, what is this, baby? Get it away from me. I don't need this in my life. Uh, Josh Drago writes in, Boring Lands hater here. Again, you got him, Josh. Got him. Who would you guys want to be sponsored by? Example, the Trophy Room Podcast brought to you by Boring Lands. Want to fall asleep during gaming? Play Boring Lands. Josh is just adding to it every week. The Discord's egging him on to do it. He 100% is attacking Borderlands, Asa. And I agree with him. I say, yes. It's correct. I take great offense to that. Thank you. I've, Thank you. I got a so friend who's a level Josh. designer worked on the game. I've got a, a mask. Oh, a actually, mask you know what? up there. Like, then you know what, Josh? Come keep on. this between you and me, but it's boring. Yeah, it's boring. No offense oh. to the person that designed it. Yeah. Have you, um, have you played with a full group of people? I played no. it with Kyle and Mike once. Okay, that, once you need for four. like 10 minutes. 10 minutes. Get, get this guy out of here. <laughs> Who, why is he hosting? Kyle, you need to be the boss. Get this. Thank you. Sir. Come, you know what? You know what? I'm, I'm, I'm you now get auditing out. you, Joe. <laughs> you I'm auditing know. you. Oh, how the turntables. <laughs> <laughs> Who would we want to be sponsored by, Kyle? Who would we be sponsored? See, I've had, and, and I don't bring it up because it's just not a thing for me. We've had like, like VPNs. Like, hey, you want Norton VPN? We'll sponsor you type of stuff. And I'm like, I don't know what a VPN is. No. So for me, if we were ever to get to that level, we, we get to that mountaintop. To me, sponsored by has to be something I believe in. In, in all seriousness. Mm-hmm. In all seriousness. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, definitely. But if we're doing like a kitty kitty joke joke one, cool Mountain ranch Dew. Doritos. Do the do. Oh, they're typical gamer yep. picks right there. Doritos and Mountain Dew. There you go. <laughs> We're really fulfilling that one stereotype <laughs> real well, Kyle. Especially as a Kyle, yeah, I'm yeah. filling in the, the Monster Energy Mountain Dew stereotype real well right now. Oh, goodness. And you know what? Let's do Nagachaka's last but not leastly. Nagachaka writes in, The Dark Pictures anthology Little Hope is finally out now and received generally positive reviews. Do you guys plan on playing it? If so, will you guys be playing it together since it's multiplayer? Uh, I didn't like the first game out of there, so I don't know. But our friend Fiona, I, I put it the ball in her, her court. I was like, if you want to play, I'll, I'm down. Let's do it. She has not replied to me. So right now it's it's hanging on now. Mm. Kyle, what say you? Um, I spent way too much money on pre-ordering stuff on launch day on PS5. Fair. So I don't know <laughs> when I'll be able to play Little Hope, but it's definitely on my list. Cause okay. I love Supermassive, and yeah. this one actually looks better than Man of Madon, so. Ooh. What about you, Asa? Have you tried this, uh, um, Little Hope? No, I, you know, I've not played the, the Dark Pictures anthology. Mm-hmm. Really loved, um, no, I'm like on the name. Until, Until Dawn. Dawn. Yeah, Until Dawn was fantastic. So, I, I mean, it's not from lack of desire. I want to mm-hmm. just. Yeah. Again, low baby. on the totem pole right now. Yeah. And then, like, the baby walks in. I don't know. I don't know when babies start walking. And they're like, what's this, Dad? I don't know when babies start talking. And then all of a sudden, you see, like, a head being chopped off. And you're like, that kid's scarred for life, you know? I mean, he's what? watched me play The Last of Us Part Two, So, I mean, I think... Jesus Christ! His brain's he's developing. He's, he's like two weeks old. And infinite. No, it, the memory doesn't start to develop until much later than eight months. So, he's... He's not right. even going to remember that stuff. It's going to influence right. different parts of his cognitive development. But Watch. It, it doesn't even matter. He's like, he, he wakes up, like, he, he's, he's 
Link's 31 years old. We're jumping way into the future. And he's just haunted by these nightmares of, like, golf clubs and shit. Like, it's just... I, I would like to imagine when he's older, he's just... He searches every drawer in every house he goes into. <laughs> and he opens everything to find supplies. Like, what are you making? I'm making a bomb. With nails and duct tape and a water bottle. <laughs> Don't forget the water bottle. It's pivotal to the plan. <laughs> Oh my goodness. Guys, that's been the Trophy Room, a PlayStation podcast made by the players for the players. Um, before we go, I do have, we do have a new review on Apple Pod, but while I look, uh, Kyle, is there anything you'd like to pimp out before you leave? Yeah. As always, I like to pimp out myself, Mr. K Step on Twitter and on PSN. Um, I usually say you can find me over at kindanyc.com, but if you're listening to this on uh, the the premiere of this episode, we have rebranded. We are now Six One Indie, so you can check us out at Six One Indie on Twitter and Six One Indie.com. We're going to be covering extensively indie games and mm-hmm. highlighting indie developers. Um, there's a bunch of write ups of games on there already. And we got a lot more coming, so check all that over at 61indie.com. Hot damn, look at you. Busy, busy in 2020, man. Busy, busy, busy. Oh, yeah, I was going to say, I no, isn't I, because the days are a blur. I was like, wait, isn't tomorrow the 4th? I don't know if you're allowed to say, but no, today is the 4th, and I'm a big dummy. Asa, you were a gosh damn treat on the show, and... Damn near one of the best guests we've ever had. I'm just going to straight up say it. You are remarkable. Where can people find your amazing voice, your amazing content, all the things? Thank you. Um, So Borderline Entertainment, that's the the big shindig. That's on everything. Uh, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, Twitch, YouTube, Patreon. Uh, Patrons, you need to support these guys. Yeah, that's right. P.S. Trophy Room. You can come come my way. but no, my, myself as well, because I am the, I don't want to say I'm the face of the brand, because there's a lot of hardworking people over there, and that sounds selfish, but um, I do try to, to to pimp out the BLE all the time, but you can find me at agreenriver07 on Twitter. It's the best place to find me. Awesome. And dude, again, thank you so much for being on this show. Thank you for if having you ever, me. Dude, if you ever need a guest, we're here. Absolutely. I'm free like all the time. I got yeah, all we, the time. <laughs> currently, we've got two or three more episodes left of 2020 for game chat and so i'm in pre-planning mode for 2021 game we'll chat. pre-plan so you, this yeah. way i already Absolutely. threw you guys on as soon as All you right, reached good. out to me i'm like done <laughs> done awesome. i love it easy <laughs> and, way, what I got we, this. and what we need to do in the mm-hmm. trophy room community yeah is let's get borderline entertainment their custom url on youtube Yes. You're what? Seven, 17 away from yes, I need the brand consistency. Let's go. Let's go. Subscribe to Borderline Entertainment. On Please. YouTube. Let's do this. Or else I'm going to be borderline upset with you all. Uh, <laughs> now I got, we, we go over to the, the bounty board, right, where you got all could go in and write or drop a five star review over to Apple Podcasts. Tell us why we're all amazing. Rate us five stars. <laughs> Don't give me a four star. One star, you're just, I get four it. You're trying okay. to troll. Four, no, four star, you hit me. You're telling the truth. Third one, don't, like, don't if you give me Sin in it from Australia, don't do that. <sighs> oh, God. Too soon. You got to redeem. You got to redeem Australia. All right. <clears throat> the whole continent slash country. This podcast rocks. This is a five star review over by uh, Mr. Toby, sir. 
Uh, it's always been hard for me to get into many podcasts. However, having a job that I work 12 hour shifts and with the excitement of the PlayStation 5, in quotes, which I do have a pre-order for. Ooh, congratulations, Toby. I need something to help me get through the long days. This podcast is it. When two best friends get together, talk about something that they're passionate about, as these two for gaming, you get an amazing show. They talk about relevant things and give their honest opinion, which I love. I can't thank you guys enough for making this podcast and consistently, consistently filling my days with PlayStation goodness. Thank you so much, Toby. Thank you. It's been an emotional few days. Yeah. That one really hit where it needed to. Thank you so freaking much. And let's end on the most positive. Uh, this one, this one's also a real good one. I love it. Hymphy. I hope I pronounced that name right. I just like these guys as the title. Five stars. <laughs> Title says it all. <laughs> I like that one. That's I good. love it. Short, sweet, to the point, you know? Yeah. Everybody, thank you all. Seriously. Oh, Ace has yes. got a question. Ace, Ace. Yeah. It's, I'm, don't worry. I'm going to leave my review, but I just want to uh-huh. point out real quick. Sure. I, I'm, I pulled up Spotify. I just typed yeah. PlayStation. I went to podcasts. Yeah. You guys are the number four podcast. Oh, let me guess. Let me guess. Beyond's up, up above us. You son of a bitch. But that, that's literally how good you guys are. Yeah. It's the official PlayStation, PS I Love You, XOXO, Podcast Beyond, and then mm-hmm. the Trophy Room. Yeah. Hats oh, off yeah. to you guys. Also, shout out thank to Triangle Squared. I see you guys down yeah. there, too. You're doing good stuff. But yeah. Absolutely. Trophy Room. You two are you're crushing it. Thank yeah. you for letting me be a part of it. Of course. I'm thank you. Absolutely. Eternally grateful. Eternally oh. grateful. Don't need, don't need to be. Listen, you were amazing. <laughs> Uh, please, everybody, Borderline Entertainment, again, link down below. With all that said, with all that out of the way, everybody, keep your wits about you, keep hunting, and keep playing PlayStation. PS5 next week! Baby! <laughs> <laughs>